akbar Allah wa akbar Allah wa akbar Allah wa akbar ashhadu an la ilaha illallah ashhadu an la ilaha illallah ashhadu anna muhammadar rasulullah ashhadu محمد رسول الله حي على صلاة حي على صلاة حي على الفلاح الله أكبر Alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina man yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa man yudlilhu fala hadiyalah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah وَنَشْهَدُ أَنَّ سَيِّدَنَا وَحَبِيبَنَا وَشَفِيعَنَا وَمَوْلَانَا مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمَّا بَعْدُ فَأَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ قُلْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُوا وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مَنْ مَنْ أَحَبَّ سُنَّتِي فَقَدْ أَحَبَّنِي وَمَنْ أَحَبَّنِي كَانَ مَعِي فِي الْجَنَّةِ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ Beloved elders and brothers when our beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had undertaken the Mubarak journey of Hijrah from Makkah Mukarramah to Medina Munawwara. Then as he had entered Medina Munawwara and Islam began flourishing in Medina Munawwara, there was a young Ansari Sahabi by the name of Hazrat Rabi'ah bin Ka'ab radiallahu anh. And Hazrat Rabi'ah bin Ka'ab radiallahu anh says 
that when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had come to Medina with this beautiful deen of Islam, then immediately I was attracted to this deen, I was attracted to his personality. And he says that I took the shahadat at his hands. And then I thought to myself, I don't have any status, I don't have any wealth. Let me give myself in the service of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he says that I approached Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and I asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, can I be your khadim, can I be your servant? And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gladly obliged. And then he says that at night I would prepare the water for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When he would wake up for tahajjud salah, I would present the water to him. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would then use this water, perform his tahajjud salah, etc. And Hazrat Rabia radiallahu anh says that day and night I would always try to be in the service of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Together with that, my free time would be spent on the sufa, the ashabu sufa, those poor sahaba radiallahu anh who had dedicated themselves to learning the deen of Islam. So he says on one occasion, when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam woke up for tahajjud salah, I presented this water to him. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that, O oh Rabi'ah, ask what you want, I will give it to you. So Hazrat Rabi'ah radiallahu anh says that I thought for a moment, and then I said, O oh Nabi of Allah, give me some time to think over it. Give me some time to think over it. And he says, then I began thinking over this, that now this is a want in opportunity, like one, one opportunity in a lifetime. That Nabi of Allah is telling me, ask what you want, I will give it to you. So he says, I thought to myself, I don't have wealth, I don't have any status, I don't have any real family. Let me ask for something to do with this world. But then Hazrat Rabia radiallahu anh, you see the Sahaba radiallahu anh, that Iman had penetrated deep into their hearts. So he said that I thought to myself, I should rather prefer the eternal life of the Akhirat over the temporary life of this dunya. So Hazrat Rabia radiallahu anh, then goes back to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he says, O oh, Nabi of Allah, I wish to be your companion in Jannah. You ask what I want, I wish to be your companion in Jannah. And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes dua that Hazrat Rabia radiallahu anh will be his companion in Jannah. And together with that, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam instructs him that, Oh Rabia, now you assist me by performing abundant salah. Engage yourself in worship together with my dua. And inshallah, in the akhirat, that life of eternity, you will be my companion. Now we find that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had once mentioned in a hadith, Man ahabba sunnati faqada ahabbani. That the one who loves my sunnah has certainly loved me. Waman ahabbani kana ma'i fil jannah. And the one who loves me will be with me in jannah. So Hazrat Rabia radiallahu anh had to undergo all this, the service of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, giving up everything just to serve Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes this dua that he gave his companionship in the akhirat. And here Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is giving you and I an easy solution to gain the companionship of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what is that? Not only to follow the sunnah. The hadith says, Man ahabba sunnati. The one who loves my sunnah, فَقَدَ أَحَبَّنِي Then he has certainly loved me. And وَمَنْ أَحَبَّنِي كَانَ مَعِي فِي الْجَنَّةِ The one who loves me will be with me in Jannah. So there our Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is giving us an easy prescription of how we can attain the ultimate success. And the ultimate success is companionship of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Firdausul A'la, in Jannatul Firdaus. If you look at the Sahaba radiallahu anh, they had lived this, they had lived this love for the sunnah. 
to such an extent that any other way became alien to them. And this is how we should be. That the only way in our eyes should be the way which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa has shown us. In the ayat of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَقَدْ أَرُسَلْنَا رُسُولَنَا بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ That certainly we have sent messengers with clear proofs. So messengers, clear proofs, two things. وَأَنزَلْنَا مَعَهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْمِيزَانِ And together with that we've sent divine scriptures. And mizan, Mufassirin explained mizan, literally it means scale. But Mufassirin explained over here, it refers to shari laws. All for one reason, لِيَقُومَ النَّاسُ بِالْقِسْقِ So that people will establish justice. In another ayat of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَقًا And certainly we have made you a balanced ummah. So what is this balance? Is it balance between right and wrong? No, it's not balance between right and wrong. This balance is following the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The most balanced personality to have ever set foot on this earth is Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So if we want to establish this true justice, we want to fulfill this right of iman, then it is only via the way of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is impossible, it is impossible to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to attain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to by bypassing Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Impossible. There is only one way and that is to go via the sunnah. That is to go via the way Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has shown us. On one occasion, a disbeliever came to Hazrat Salman al-Farsi radiallahu anh and he says, O Salman, in a mocking way, that O Salman, your Nabi teaches you everything. He even teaches you how to relieve yourself. So Hazrat Salman radiallahu anh replies, with pride, with honor, that yes, our deen is so comprehensive that my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa has even shown us how to relieve ourselves in the correct manner. Just on this point, if a person follows all the sunan, just when he is going to relieve himself, he wears a topi, he enters with the left foot, then he makes sure no urine drops come onto his body, he makes sure all the urine drops are out before making istinja, then he makes istinja in the correct way shown to us by Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He exits the toilet with his right foot reciting the dua. Ulama explained that the entire duration he had spent while relieving himself, he has gained reward for it. That's how perfect our deen is. That just by following the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you are getting perpetual reward. And this should become something which our whole nature should become loving towards the sunnah. We should make it our tabiat that we follow the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Anas bin Malik radiallahu anh, the great sahabi of, of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that on one occasion I was having meals with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and a dish was served and in that dish there was calabash, dodi. And he says I watched Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam searching for that dodi in that dish. And Hazrat Anas radiallahu anh, now remember, Food preference is something which is to do with a person's temperament, his nature, whether he likes this, he doesn't like this. But Hazrat Anas radiallahu anh says, from that day onwards, Kalabash Dodi became the most beloved thing to me. Because he saw Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam doing it. So they even changed their tabiat to that of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And beloved brothers, the sunnah should be something we should be proud to follow. We shouldn't be embarrassed to follow the sunnah. We should never comprom- compromise on the sunnah. On the occasion of Hudaybiyah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa and the sahaba radiallahu anhu wanted to perform umrah and the kuffar of Makkah had stopped them at Hudaybiyah. And now there were discussions as to what will be the way forward. 
So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sends Hazrat Uthman bin Affan radiallahu an, the third khalifa of Islam. He sends him as a messenger into Makkah Mukarramah to try and speak to the kuffar that they will give a favorable decision and allow the Muslims to proceed for Umrah. And Hazrat Uthman radiallahu an, as he enters Makkah Mukarramah, his cousin approaches him and his cousin tells him that, Oh Uthman, look how you are wearing your pants. Look how you are wearing your lower garment, your lungi, halfway between your knee and your ankles. What is this? The kuffar of Makkah will find this very disgraceful. Now if it was you and I, we'll think to ourselves, now we're here, maybe we just rather just lower my pants, please them, in that way we'll get a favorable decision. But this was not Hazrat Uthman radiallahu this was not the sahaba radiallahu anhum. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu anhum tells his cousin, that why should I give up the way which my Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had shown me, just to please this kuffar of Makkah. I will never give up that sunnah, just to please them. So this was that, that, that fervor, that love they had for the sunnah, that in no matter what the situation, we will follow the way Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had shown us. Hazrat Naqil bin Yasar radiallahu anh, famous incident, he was having meals with a delegation of non-Muslims, and whilst eating, so Hazrat Naqil bin Yasar picks up that morsel, he begins dusting it and he's about to eat it. So the person next to him nudges him and tells him, Oh Naqil, what are you doing? These people consider this action of picking up the food from the floor very disgraceful. There's so much meal, there's so much food here, partake of something else. So Hazrat Maqil radiallahu anh again gives the same response. That why should I give up following the sunnah of my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam just to please these non-Muslims? Just to please them, why should I give up the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? If you look at the sahaba radiallahu anh, they were bright examples, they were shining stars of showing us how to follow the sunnah, how to love the sunnah. Recently, unfortunately, there are things going around on social media of people speaking out against the sahaba radiallahu anh. And this, beloved brothers, should be such that we shouldn't even entertain it. If we find that our children are watching something like this, immediately we should put a stop to it. How can you pick on Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, that person whom... If you are to put his iman on one side and put the entire ummah iman on the other side, his iman will, will outweigh the entire ummah. How can you even entertain that? How can you even listen to such trash, such nonsense regarding Hazrat Umar radiallahu anh, Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, Ibn Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, لَوْ كَانَ بَعْدِي نَبِيٌّ لَكَانَ عُمَرُ بْنُ الْخَطَّابِ That if there was a Nabi after me, it would have been Umar radiallahu anh. And then we find people are curling abuse at them. And if this is not pain, this is not causing pain to your heart, if you are not crying at this, then unfortunately you need to check your iman. If you are not crying and you do not feel pain, when a person picks on a sahabi of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then we all need to introspect and check our iman. Because Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, almost every Friday we hear it, Allah, Allah fi ashabi. And what does that mean? Fear Allah, ittaqillah regarding my sahaba. Fear Allah regarding my sahaba. The one who loves them, the one who loves them has loved me. And the one who angers them has angered me. So every Friday we are hearing this. So this is, unfortunately nowadays we are hearing these kind of things coming up, where people are picking on those people who love the sunnah, who live the sunnah. And remember something, if we take the sahaba radiallahu anh out of the equation, then there is no deen left. If we take the sahaba out, there is no deen left. Because who, who are those individuals who preserve this deen? How did the Qur'an and Majid come to us? How did the Mubarak Hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam come to us? 
It came through all these shining stars, Ashabi Kan Nujum, that my Sahaba, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said, my Sahaba are like shining stars. And whoever follows any of them, you will be guided. So this is something very important, that even in our homes, we should check among our children, etc. If they are watching any type of these videos, or entertaining any type of these thoughts, immediately we should put a stop to it, because this is very dangerous, this is playing with one's iman. So getting back to the love of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says in the Quran Majid, Kul in kuntum tuhibbun Allah, that say, O Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if you love Allah, referring to the ummatis of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if you love Allah, then fattabi'uni, follow my way. Another simple prescription to gain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't be all want to be the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is an easy way to become the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That follow the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And not only that, فَاتَّبِعُونِ يَغْفِلْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love you and he will forgive your sins. So this is an easy way to gain the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we follow the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In one hadith of Muslim Sharif, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had told a sahabi, Kul biyaminik, that eat with your right hand. He had told a person, eat with your right hand. So this person responded that I don't have the strength to eat it. I don't have the strength to eat with my right hand. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then responds and tells him, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it such. And then the muhaddithin explained that this person had said this out of pride, that I cannot eat with my right hand, I can only eat with my left hand. And from that day onwards, it became such where this person could never ever lift his right hand to his mouth. This was because he showed disregard. So this is a lesson for you and I also. Whatever the sunnah may be, don't ever say, it's just a sunnah. Don't ever say such things. But rather, lalo every sunnah. But the least we can do is, don't ever say anything against the sunnah way. And we should be such that everything we want to do is like how our role model did it. How Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa did it. So let us learn how Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa dressed, we dressed in that manner. How Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa kept the Mubarak beard, we'll keep that in. In, 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 in emulating our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa How Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa kept his trousers above his ankles. These are all with regards to the physical sunnah. What about the internal sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa When our Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has said that we should not harbor malice for anyone. We should not harbor jealousy for anyone. We should not have hatred for anyone. In one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had told Anas bin Malik radiallahu an, Ya Bunaya, O my beloved son, in qadarta an tusbiha wa tumsi, if you are able to spend your evenings and mornings, walaysa fi qalbika ghishun li ahadin, without having hatred or without having ill feeling for then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ya Bunaya, wadalika min sunnati. Oh my beloved son, oh my beloved son, and that is from my sunnah. So this is what Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us, that if you are able to not harbor any form of hatred, any form of malice, morning and evening in your heart, for anyone, then faf'al do it. Wadalika min sunnati. That oh my beloved son, this is from my sunnah. That we correct our heart. Is our heart in conformity with the heart of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? When Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Ad-deenu an-nasiha, that deen is wishing well for your Muslim brother. He comes and asks you, so now are you wishing well for your Muslim brother? Are you putting yourself in his situation and giving him the best? 
or you're thinking to yourself, what would be best for me? For example, a person comes and asks you, should I get involved in this business dealing? And then you try and put him off. And then the next day you go and try and buy that same property, or you go and do that same deal. That is directly against the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Just a simple example, and we can apply this in any form of our lives. For example, a person comes and asks you that I want to send a proposal to this home. What do you think of it? Then you put him off. And then, not too long after that, you send a proposal for your son to the same home. So what is all this? This is going directly against the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So together with getting the outward sunnah right, with getting the physical and the external sunnah right, we also need to get the internal sunnah right. It's a two-way thing, the internal as well as the external. And if you look at one of the most abused sentences nowadays is, don't be judgmental. Don't be judgmental, my heart is clean. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never told us only to worry about your heart being clean. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's way was all-encompassing. Physical as well as internal. Internal as well as external. Both you have to get right. If you're only going to get one right, then there's definitely an imbalance. You have to get both right. So follow the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Follow the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with regards to your internal self. Just to show you an example of how sometimes a person will make amal on his, we call it a small sunnah, but how the reward can be so great. Imam Abu Dawud rahimahullah, the famous muhaddith who wrote one of the kitab, Sunan Abi Dawud amongst the Siha Sitta. On one occasion he had boarded a ship, and as the ship had departed from the harbor, he hears a person on land sneezing. So immediately Imam Abu Dawud rahimahullah, he asks the people of the ship, that can anyone lower a boat just to take me back to shore? So one person tells him, okay, I'll do it for you, but in exchange of one dirham. So he says, okay, he agrees to it, he gives him the one dirham. This person lowers the boat, he takes him back to shore. He goes up to that person, he replies to that sneeze, Yarhamukullah. He gets back onto the boat and he comes back to the ship. That night, whilst the inhabitants of the ship are sleeping, they hear a voice saying that Imam Abu Dawood has purchased Jannah in exchange of one dirham. He has purchased Jannah in exchange of one dirham. But what was this? Following the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, when a person sneezes and he says, Alhamdulillah, then respond to his salam with Yarhamukullah. So whatever the sunnah be, don't ever consider it to be insignificant. Try and follow it, love it. And as I said, Hazrat Rabia bin Kaab radiallahu an had to undergo so much service to gain the companionship of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Jannah. Ya Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us, Man ahabba sunnati, the one who loves my sunnah, faqad ahabbani, then certainly he has loved me. Wa man ahabbani, and the one who loves me, kana ma'i fil jannah, he will be with me in Jannah. Hazrat Anas bin Malik radiallahu an says, when we heard this hadith, al-mar'u ma'a man ahabba, that a person will be with the one whom he loves. Then immediately Hazrat Anas bin Malik radiallahu anh says, we were elated, the sahaba were elated, because we knew that our love for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was unquestionable. So this is something very important, let us hold on to the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and as I had mentioned as well, whether it be any form of abuse, any form of derogatory remarks regarding the sahaba, then let us be very careful. Let us not entertain it. If our children are involved in watching such videos, etc., put a stop to it immediately because this is very detrimental. You can lose your iman just by picking out or even hearing such abuses. Why should you entertain such abuses regarding those 
fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding my sahaba. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to love the sunnah, to follow the sunnah, and emulate the way of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sahaba, because they are the ones who showed us the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.